Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Betches Media presents Betches Moms with hosts Aileen Drexler and Brittany Levine. Get ready to lock yourself in the bathroom or wherever else you hide from your kids because you'll literally never be alone again. Hello and welcome to the Betches Moms podcast. I'm Aileen. And I'm Brittany. And we're solo again this week. We're just in the mood to talk to each other, I think, just like week after week. But we have Dr. Becky coming next, right? Next episode. So yeah, that'll next be really episode. Fun. She's coming back. Um, I don't know if you've listened to um, our first episode with her, but we were like very pregnant. Yeah. I remember nothing. <laughs> we were so pregnant. I remember like talking to her and being like, yeah, like guessing or being interested or intrigued by what she was sharing, but I had no idea what she was talking about. Like parenting, I have, you know, it was so right. far. I was just like focused on like buying a bassinet. <laughs> right, right. So like a lot of a lot of things have changed for us. So that'll be a lot of fun to talk to her again. Yeah. So yeah, do you, what's going on with you? I mean, I know we really like updated last week on Ugh, Some tough. of Miela's milestones. She's cruising. Well, she's sort of cruising, not like full blown. She's popping up and down, popping up and down, like getting a little bit more careful about it. It's very cute. The gates are up. Right. It's wonderful. Gates are up. It's amazing. <laughs> I feel better about it. Um, she's yeah. still doing the exact same thing with the sleeping, um, and that's. Uh, I'm I'm worried that I'm like. I guess this is a mom guilt thing, so I'll just plug it now. But I'm like keep putting we were putting her to bed basically like making her fall yeah. i tried you know we could talk about the crying thing everyone's like oh just let them cry i'm like i don't have it in me and i'm I like know. so i'll let her cry for like five minutes you know i i try to put her to bed like i'm there i literally counted like i said you know i was counting minutes yeah i counted like was rubbing her back this time for uh the how many what's what's 60 times four 
I was that's four minutes. I know that's how many strokes I did on her back. Like, and then she, and then I was like, oh, she's gonna fall asleep. And then she just gets up, and I was like, well, fuck this. So I was like, all right. Like, I was like, okay, good night. I love you. Bye. And then she starts wailing. And yeah. then I'm just like, oh my god, how much of this can I take? Because Rusty was at some work dinner, and. Ugh. So then I had to go back in. I did it again, crying, went back in. And then I had to like put her, to, like rocked her to sleep, which now I'm wa- like, now I'm worried that this is a thing. Yeah. It's not. It's it's just a regression. And like Jack just, I was saying, Jack was going through the same regression. Yeah. And all of a sudden he now, like and he, even when he did go to sleep, like he was waking up like five in the morning. Now I put him down. He like cries for like literally a second. Yeah. And I like wait by his door for more. And this has been now for like a week he does this. He, he cries for like a second. Yeah. And he now has been waking up at 7 a.m. But he goes to sleep fine. Yeah. But like he wasn't. Yeah. For like a good three weeks, He, I was doing what you, what you just said that you were doing okay. with Mila. I was doing that with him. I was in and out of his room. He was waking up in the middle of the night. It was such a bad regression. And then he just stopped. And you were like rocking him. Oh, I was rocking him. I was picking him up. I was doing all the things like you're not supposed yeah, to do. Yeah, I'm all the things I'm not supposed to do. Yeah. And like I I can I I have like my threshold is like five minutes of crying. If yeah. That. No, same. I can't handle it. Yeah. So like I just can't. So I, I was on the same page as you and it sucks Ugh. because you feel like I, we did this already. Yeah. Time I time to not. this already. <laughs> I went through it, but no, I know. So but so many did you get advice from like people like controversial, but like saying just let them cry, just like close the door yeah. and let them cry all the time. And I'm just like not that I judge them and by any means, but I just don't ha- and I trust you that that works, but I like really don't have it in my body to do it. For longer, I don't either. Than 10, 10 minutes, it just seems like hours. The only time I did that was when we were having like a lot of issues with Oliver uh-huh. when he was eighteen months. So he was like not a baby. Yeah, he was a toddler, and it was very much a thing where he needed to not know that we were coming in to like take him out of his mm-hmm. crib like he needed to know. it was I think it was like height COVID we just moved into our house there was like a lot of changes we were working with a sleep consultant yeah and there was just like one I don't can't remember it was like a nap or Tibet whatever I know was like you gotta go go food shopping do whatever you gotta do yeah he's going to cry because this is like out of control he was like it was too much yeah and it was like one night of that and I think he cried for 20 minutes and I couldn't be there for that. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's what Rusty said. Like, oh, just like walk out the door. I'm like, I cannot do that. But she's like a little baby. I know. She's a little baby. <laughs> she's like a little baby. baby. She doesn't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. I just want her to know that I'm always coming back. I know. It was anyway. But that's we're still dealing with it. We're still very much in the thick of it. And it's tough. Yeah. But uh, what's up with you? My sister had a baby yesterday. Oh my God. Congrats, sister. Thank you. This is my one, two, three, my fifth nephew. Wow. Actually, well, on this side, it's my fifth nephew. I have two other nephews on the other side and a niece on the other side. But this is, this is out of, out of my sisters, I have five nephews. You can call me Aunt Brittany. <laughs> you can call <laughs> me Hello, Aunt Brittany. <laughs> um, that's exciting. 
Yeah. Um, so she went in for a scheduled C-section because she had a C-section with her first, mm-hmm. which was not scheduled. And so she opted for this. She didn't want to do a VBAC, which means vaginal birth after cesarean. That's what a VBAC is. Yeah. And which some people do. I actually don't even think all doctors will do it. Really? It's like a thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know this in my life yet. So she went in and she's great. The baby's healthy. It's just crazy. Like the whole like scheduled C-section thing. Like she went in at 11. She (laughs) waited for like two hours in the waiting room. And so like by the time that she went in to the back room and did like pre-op, like she got to the back room at like two, the baby was born at four. So it was just like a completely different experience than doing it vaginally if you have just like a planned no drama c-section it's it's a doctor's appointment (laughs) (laughs) she went for a doctor's appointment to have a baby (laughs) oh my god it's like just going uh like what what urgent care oh hey just dropping in hey um, here's a baby having a baby yeah so 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 baby's healthy what's his you said a boy nephew what's his name yes he's a boy his name is blake reed oh very cute very cute and his brother's name is landon i feel like landon and blake go very well together yeah, they're like guys who go to camp <laughs> oh they're like total camp bros. <laughs> they're camp bros. but he's so cute and like i can't wait to hold him and meet him and i'm just like happy that my sister's doing okay um my brother-in-law told me that she was able to get up and move around a little bit today, which is nice to hear. Okay. And I would imagine that's like really difficult after having surgery. Right, right. So, and out of the, with the three of us, we all have boys. So this was the seventh boy. Oh my God. No one's having a girl. What's going to happen when one person has a girl? I mean, who knows? I, I, we might all be done. I don't know. There no, might not be not. any girl. I know. You <laughs> and your sister are both like another one. <laughs> You don't need to fuck around and lie. <laughs> we maybe, know. Maybe we'll have an oopsie. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so it's all very exciting times in the family. Um, can't wait to meet him. And Oliver was very excited to know that he was a big cousin again. Yeah, you guys have like a crazy crew. Like that's crazy, so many people. Crew. And they're wild. I'm oh my sure. God, boys are wild. Holy moly. Like when they're together, is it like insane? Because it's boys. It's starting to, yeah. Like I feel like it keeps getting like more and more insane because as the boys hit like three, I feel like uh-huh. three is when they like get into like the wrestler, or at least these kids yeah. get into like the wrestling and being just like a little bit more rough. Yeah. And I'm like, is this normal? Like, hands off, hands off. Like, I don't know. Are boys supposed to do this? It's really funny. <laughs> do any of them have the same birthday? Uh, yeah, actually. So it's my sister's middle child's birthday was yesterday. So same birthday same as birthday. the baby. Wow. July 18th. Yeah. yeah. And then Oliver's birthday is July 21st. So it's like oh. all the same week. Oh, soon. Wait, that's yeah. like in two days. Yeah, it's Thursday. Oh, and today is also my cousin's birth, kid's birthday. (laughs) My cousin, I have one cousin. I I think I've told you that. Like you have a family of 700. I have a family of like three. (laughs) And my cousin and I were, have the same exact birthday, except um, he's a year older than me. Isn't that wild? Like one, I only have one first cousin. That's wild. Yeah. And then our kids are are now one month apart. Also weird. Do they live nearby? Do the cousins get to see no, each other? No, we're not that nearby, but tri-state. But okay. he's, I think they're going to come to Mila's like little 
family birthday party. So nice. Yeah. I, I feel like, you know, every day is so wild staring at this child, can be, not believing that she's like doing new things. Like it's, I can't, I was sitting there staring at her the other day. I was like, I don't think that my brain can compute this. Like, I don't think I'm able to understand <laughs> that you are a human <laughs> and you are I know. growing physically. I know. It's, I, I'm still struggling. I've talked maybe so many episodes in a row comparing them to dogs, but they're not dogs <laughs> because dogs don't change. But like she, there's, she's learning things as like, auto, like sort of automatically, right? Like she's just learning and, and absorbing and doing without like, you know, what dog you have to train. I really should get off this dog comparison <laughs> train, but like a dog you have to train to learn new things. Like otherwise they don't, right? It Except when, so I, I think I said on the last episode how like Jack's new favorite thing is standing in the bathtub. <laughs> Did I tell you that? I don't think so. And I'm like, no, sit, sit, <laughs> sit, drop it, <laughs> sit. Okay, good boy. <laughs> good boy, good boy. No, I mean, I just can't really compute it. I don't think that we're meant to. I know. It's wild. So Oliver's turning four on Thursday. And I swear to God, every day when I'm like talking to him, I'm like, I always try to picture. I like look at him and like, uh-huh. I'm like, you're so old. <laughs> but then I'm like, when you're five, six, older, like looking at pictures of you now, I'm gonna be like, you were so little. Yeah. So I really try to appreciate how little he is. Little because miss. then I like look at him and I try to like picture how – like what was going on when he was two. Yeah. Like I do this all the time. I don't know if like other people do that mm-hmm. where I'm just like, I'll be hugging him and I'm like, do I, can I actually take in and appreciate that I'm hugging and cuddling you at four years old so that when you're like six years old, I, I could know. like remember this. Like right. if that makes any sense. No, I told, <laughs> I do the exact same thing. And it's just con- you're constantly like tri- time traveling back or forth. Like you're like, okay, I want to know what you're I can't even, I'm trying to imagine what you're going to look like because like you yeah. have nephews that are older. So like when you, when they're their age or like when you're like a teenager, like what are you going to be like? I feel like I, I can picture Oliver as like like a, a kid in high school for sure. It's easy to picture. <laughs> I feel like he's like a little mature for his like not like just like I don't know if it's look I don't know what it is he has this like because he's like so like he's he's broy you know he's broy <laughs> he bro-y. is very broy I can picture it we went to this uh, like movie party one of his friends' moms threw which was like very very cute um, we did it after camp one day and she like set up a whole projector outside and had like baby pools filled with pillows for them to lay in. And so like fun. in the middle and like all the moms came and we were just drinking wine. And um, everyone was like, we're just at Oliver's frat party right now. That's what this <laughs> is. Because he was being like such a frat bro. Oh, yeah. What was he doing? <laughs> he was just like jumping around and like taking like taking candy from the bowl and like shoving it in his face and like <laughs> jumping in and out of like, apple juice keg stands. Yeah. Apple juice keg stands, like chugging water bottles, like belly first down the slide (laughs) (laughs) that's really funny i yeah i can easily picture it it's very easy i'm struggling picturing mila but she is crazy too i don't know it's so weird anyway i'm gonna try to compute it but i do the exact same thing like trying to picture back and forth back and forth and like not i sometimes i'll look at her and i'm like i cannot believe you were this like tiny ball that didn't do anything and now you're like pulling yourself up and like screaming for things and I just can't, I just, I can't compute. <laughs> it doesn't work. I know. My brain stops moving. 
I love when you post those pictures of her with that big smile. It's like it oh, kills me every time. I feel like I message you every me. time you post it because it's so cute. It's It really melts my insides. I can't handle it. It makes me like feel the exact same things. I'm just like, <gasps> it's so nice that I have this picture. But it really, it's weird how baby smiles can do that to you. I know. It's so like, I don't know, biological, I think. I know. I also think it's just like the innocence because it's like it's such a pure happiness. Yeah. Oh. She's just Aww. so happy that she this kid at the gym class took her beach ball away from her. She's just so happy. <laughs> Here, Aww. you play with it. She tried to eat the beach ball, which is like five times the size of her head. Anyway. Yep. <laughs> In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Should we do some, let's do a no mom guilt. We have a submission by uh, a listener. Let's do that. Hi, Aileen and Brittany. I have a no mom guilt that I want to share. I have a three-year-old and a 10-month-old. I took 18 months of paid maternity leave and my husband is able to take 12 weeks at the same time as me. Also paid, yay Canada. Seriously, yay Canada. (laughs) We have a trailer that we go to on weekends and my son and husband love it and live for it. I could take it or leave it. And especially now with my daughter, it's easier to just stay home with her. So sometimes we do not join on their trailer weekends. Sometimes I start to feel a little guilty that my son is out there without me, but then remember he's having fun fishing and playing with the other kids and probably doesn't even realize that I'm not there. It's also nice to have quality girl time with my daughter in the city and my son gets some one-on-one time with his dad. Sincerely, a not-so-trailer park fetch. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, I, I would, you can't, like, there is a guilt of, like, wanting to be everywhere all at once. Yeah. But I was thinking that, like, she he gets all this, like, bonding time with his dad. That's what I was thinking, too. Like, I could relate there are, like, certain times that, you know, my husband and I have to divide and conquer with both of our kids. Mm-hmm. And I feel guilty that I can't be with both of the kids. But I realize, like, how special is it for your child to have one-on-one time with each parent? Mm-hmm. And, like, and I and they, and they I think they really appreciate it, um, you know, especially he's three years old. Oliver's, even I would say starting like a year ago, he would verbalize. He loves spending, you know, special time with mommy or special time with daddy. And he, I mean, he verbalizes it a lot now. Like he, you know, we have a special 
Target trip together later. And before <laughs> before he left for camp, he was like, Mommy, I like can't wait to do that with you oh later. Oh my God, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> I know. Who knows if it's because it's Target or because it's Because of all like, the trip, the stuff he can Yeah, <laughs> right. But like, I really think that like, it's special to like, that's when you like really get to know mm-hmm. your child. And like, he's going to grow up being like, I got to do this like really cool thing with my dad. Mm-hmm. We got to go like fishing and I met all these people and like, I'm sure there will be times that like you do go with your daughter and it will also be a family thing. But I think that it's just part of like having guilt of like letting go of having to do everything with your kids also. Yeah, that's so true. The way that I kind of help myself um, tackle those feelings is that like to remember that like you are going to have so many more memories with your kid. You're, you, you're, if you think about yourself, like you can't remember everything that ever happened in your life. You have core memories, like in Inside Out, you have core memories <laughs> and like some positive, some negative. And as long as you can, you as a parent can make as many positive ones with your kid, like they're going to remember good times. Right. So like you can't be in all the core memories, but try to be in all the positive ones. Yeah. <laughs> you I know, that's really deep and good. Yeah, you just can't. You can't I love how you said sucks. that. You can't remember everything. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Also, you get to spend time with your daughter, who's yeah. ten months. That's and they changed so fast in that first year. So like, oh, so fast. And especially like another thing, like when you do have two kids, like your son might feel like, oh, I never get this one-on-one time anymore. So that like this is so special. And then mm-hmm. also like even though your daughter's 10 months old, like she should know what it feels like to get that one-on-one time as as well, yeah. which like she's able to get from this. Agreed. I can't even imagine what the dynamics, how that changes with a third or fourth. I, I can't. It's a family. Everyone, every man for themselves. <laughs> Literally, you're outnumbered. That's what everybody says. You're yeah. outnumbered. Good luck. Yeah. GL. <laughs> So I also actually have a no mom guilt this week. We'll call it a no mom guilt, but I almost feel like it's more of like a mom win. We're like pulling from DST over here. Okay. So I know we just had big little feelings on and did a lot of like the whole modern parenting, you know, AKA gentle parenting, which we're not going to say, but the modern, modern parenting. And, um, I like had a breakthrough with it. Oh my God. Um, and I felt, it felt like really good. So we were at my sister's pool, and um, as we spoke earlier, I have a lot of nephews, and um, Oliver like uh, idolizes his two older ne- my mm-hmm. two older nephews. They're um, seven and five, so they're all close in age. And um, we were there, and they had my sister had a friend over, and they had three kids who were their friends. So they were like sort of leaving Oliver out. And because of that, Oliver was acting out. And I noticed it was because he wanted attention. Yeah. So he was acting out. And um, Noah tends to get like triggered very easily when like he's doing that. And like, you know, Oliver then won't listen. And he's Noah's more quick to like forget the modern parenting rules. <laughs> Um, (laughs) so I was like, I got this, like, let me, let me do this. Okay. And, um, 
I pulled him aside and he was like crying and I, because for whatever, I'm like, what's going on? I was like, you're like, are you unhappy about something? Like, why are you, why are you doing these things? Like, do you, are you trying to tell us something? He was like, I thought we were going to a fun party and this is a weird party. <laughs> it's a weird party. It's not a frat party. <laughs> it's not a frat party. He goes, and this is a weird party. Oh, I wanted to laugh because that was like the cutest way of putting it. Yeah. Um, but it was also really sad. And I was like, why is it a weird party? He's like, it's just a weird party. <laughs> and I was like, is it because maybe Ben and Zach are playing with their friends and they're not playing with you? And he was like, yeah, they're not playing oh. with me. Oh. And I was like, "Is are you trying to do things so maybe they notice you and they'll, they'll want to play with you? And he was like, yeah, I just want to play. And I was like, okay. I was like, I understand that. I was like, well, maybe if you ask them to play with you, they instead of, you know, hitting or throwing toys, mm -hmm. maybe they'll say, okay. Or like, why don't I bring you over there and we could like talk about it and like have a really good time. Let's make this a really fun party. He was like, okay. And from that moment on, he was playing nicely and he was like happier to be around them. And I also said something to them like, hey, could you include Oliver? Yeah. But like, I felt like such a breakthrough because I noticed that he was acting out and there, there was a reason that he was acting out. Mm -hmm. He was, there was no reason for him to be upset. We were eating ice cream and it was nice out and we yeah. were in a pool and he was with his family and it was because it was a weird party. That's I amazing. That's so amazing yeah. because you were like so in tune with what was going on with him. Like you... Like, I mean, I know they said like not empathy, but like you did empathize with him. You were like, what could he be feeling? Like, let me put myself in his shoes. And and then you like made him like feel seen and then fixed the situation sort of. And then it was better. Like, that's so that's so sweet, though. <laughs> it's a weird, I, party. A weird party. Like, he I couldn't, couldn't verbalize why it was weird. He just he couldn't. Yeah. So, yeah. So he was acting out. And like, I think especially like after like speaking with um, Kristen and Dina, like it really like made me like realize even more like as frustrating as the modern gentle parenting tactics could be. Mm -hmm. And like we were saying, it's hard to really follow it 100% of the time. Like there are breakthroughs that like make you feel like, okay, I'm doing this for something. And it, yeah. it helped the rest of my day. I wasn't upset the rest of the day because he was continuing to like act out and like throw things and yeah. tantrum. Like we were all happier because of it. And you had this like bonding moment with your child. Were you like yeah. so proud of yourself? Because I would be so I really proud was. of myself. <laughs> I was so proud of myself. I literally couldn't stop telling everybody. I was like, <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> I was going to say like, yeah, did you, you told everyone as if this is the first time you told the story. What did Noah say? Like, was he like, wow, Brittany? No, he's just like, <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> he's like, cool. great, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, husbands, they're husbands, the best. Husbands, gotta love them. They're the best. Well, I'm proud of you. You did Thank great. you. I appreciate it. You Thanks. Great. It was really hard. All right. Well, let's do Am I a Momster? We have a good one today. All right. Let's do Am I a Momster? Okay. 
Hi, Aileen and Brittany. This literally just happened. I got annoyed with my husband because he got to do this his morning routine, sitting down to eat breakfast and drink a hot coffee, while I dealt with our fussy baby, seven-month-old, and woke up two hours too early. So I rushed him out of the house saying I had to go to the gym, dropped baby at daycare, and have been sitting in the YMCA parking lot for the past 45 minutes. I have no intention of working out now. I did intend to when leaving the house, but when I pulled into the parking lot, that intention got lost. It feels so good just to have some quiet time but also feels met because I wasn't very nice to my husband am I a momster okay so this actually feels like a mix of like momster mom guilt yeah this is momster mom guilt (laughs) yeah (laughs) what do you I think she feels so let's break it down she feels she wants to know if she's a momster because she kind of like made her husband feel guilty not letting her like go work out because he had his little morning routine and then when she and she like says, oh, I have to work out. You get to do all your thing. I, I want to work out. I'm just, I'm just sort of illustrating the situation. Right, right. I don't know if that actually happened. She gets to the gym and she does not want to work out. And then she feels guilty and then wonders, oh, shit. Like, am I a momster for throwing this, you know, thing? Right. Um, I literally have done this before. <laughs> <laughs> like I did this yesterday. <laughs> so this is because she said so this, this is me. I wrote this in, guys. It's me. You wrote this to us. <laughs> Love, not Brittany. <laughs> it's it's not Brittany. Um, I think it's just like, I think it's like one of those things where it's like, no matter which way you slice it, mm-hmm. like it's either your husband dealing with it and you get to sit down and have your cup of coffee and then he'll resent you or vice versa. And like the way I see it when this thing happens, like yesterday I woke up with my kids and then my husband came down, he had his coffee and I wanted to go get coffee before work started, but he wanted to go work out because then he had a call. So I couldn't get my coffee. Yeah. And, you know, I was very pissed off. Yeah. So, but then I realized there are days where it's the opposite and then there's there are days where I might be the one that wants to work out mm-hmm. or whatever. And I just think that instead – and like in that moment, you could get very in your head and very frustrated like, why am I the one doing this? And mm-hmm. hoping that you're in a relationship where you are able to sort of divide and conquer and your partner does give you that time to yourself. I think it's very different if you never get that time to yourself. But yeah. hoping that you do um, – you just have to realize that like everyone needs that like moment to just like do their own thing and the next day it'll be your turn hopefully. I think it's normal in that moment to get as angry as you did and I don't think you should feel guilty for that even though this is not a no mom guilt submission. It feels a little bit like that and you're not a momster because it's only natural to feel a little bit of resentment in those situations. Yeah. I think though like the where it gets tricky is like start like to constantly – scorekeep or like wonder if think if this is fair not fair this is fair not fair Mm -hmm. like if it's really off balance then like have a conversation Mm -hmm. but like I also tend you know when you and I always remind myself like it's because there's a lot going on like we moved to a house and had a kid the same fucking month and so like there's there's the responsibility of the house in well now things are obviously a little bit more like roles are a little bit more stable, but you know, in the beginning, it's all this new stuff, baby, kid, baby, kid. Right. And then you're just like, this isn't fair. I have to do this. And then he's like, well, I have to do this. And it becomes a thing, but yeah, it just, you like, it's, as long as it doesn't, you know, continue or like, you know, snowball, 
I think, right. is where you can get into tricky territory where you need yeah. to stop and kind of assess your relationship in that. Like, what have you guys, you need to change the communication. Definitely. And that's like like one thing that my therapist tells me, like to to score keep, like you were saying, to say, mm-hmm. to do tit for tat, I did this, you do that, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. Like that isn't the way to go about it. Right. And like Amy is saying, like it it is common. Mm-hmm. And that's why if like you don't have the comment, like maybe it's more about like, okay, on like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, it's my day. On Tuesday, mm-hmm. Thursday, it's your day. And we split the weekends or whatever it is. Like come up with your own schedule. And I just, I think especially like having your first baby, like your life is literally turned upside down. Mm-hmm. You don't, like you remember your past life. So it's just, you had your own time. You didn't have to worry about this. So it really, you need to remember that like nobody's reading each other's minds. It's Mm -hmm. really important to sit down and have a dialogue. Yeah, I agree. And also when she's saying that she sat at the gym 45 minutes, I would have sat there for like 15 minutes and just been like, okay, this is not happening. What can I do with this next 30 minutes to really enjoy myself? Unless you're like sitting in your car on TikTok and like having a blast. That's a different story. Like go, go through, go get some breakfast, go sit at a dry, use that time and like really enjoy yourself. Right. But if really just silence is what you need, the car is a great place to get that, you know? Oh, definitely. But don't like next time, if this ever happens, don't spend your time feeling guilty that you're not working out. Cause like you don't have to work out in that moment. If that's not what you want to do, Clearly, you don't want to. 45 minutes is a long right. time. <laughs> even though, even though I will say, devil's advocate, uh-huh. working out would have made you feel a lot better. Well, yeah, but she didn't, but she <laughs> sat there for 45 minutes. Yeah, no, you were pissed. You were pissed. Yeah, you were pissed. You didn't want to go to the gym. You just wanted to get out and go somewhere else. And yeah, I hear you. What is your what does your therapist say? Like as advice for when you get into like the motions of the tit for tat or the score key? What do they say? To talk about it, to not have that and to, to depending on what it is, mm-hmm. support one another and what they're doing and see it from their point of view. Like they yeah. need this for their mental health. They need this because this was a dream of theirs. They need this because yeah, whatever it is, it's like every situation is different, but mm-hmm. to see it from their ang- angle and to just be supportive yeah. because you're partners. Right. It just sucks because sometimes you're just like, well, I want them to fucking support me too here. Right. You know, but that's where the conversation comes yeah, in. Totally. And if you're feeling that way, then you need to verbalize it because they probably don't know you feel that way. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, no, Rusty and I verbalize all the stuff. I just like hang on to the feeling that this is like the first year. It's going to be the craziest year. Like I'm just looking forward to the fact when I can put the bottle sterilizer away, the whole bottle washing thing gets to go away. You know, like that's a massive chore, quote unquote, that doesn't need to happen anymore. One day they'll start going to school or if they go to daycare or whatever, that's a whole nother thing. Like and, and then you can like kind of join responsibilities or I, they wake up later. It's like there's things change. Nothing is permanent. And so that's what I kind of remind myself. And like things will change. Nothing is like so set in stone the way that it is. Right. Exactly. Um. So no, you're not a monster. And no, you're not. If you're in your car on TikTok, follow at Betches. 
And that is it for this episode of the Betches Moms podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and to follow us on Apple and Spotify and to follow Betches Moms on Instagram. And if you have any questions or you just want to chat, DM us. Betches Moms will be there waiting for you. Also, if you have any submissions for Am I a Momster, No Mom Guilt, anything, you just want to say what's up, email us at moms at betches.com. Yeah. And remember, there are no rules on this podcast. I'm not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. Right, Regina? Please stop talking. <laughs> the Betches Moms podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong. Social media by Brittany Levine. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Moms on Instagram and send us your emails to moms at betches.com. Betches.